My name's Russell Howard. Welcome to uh, the show. I'm doing with my friend John. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm all right. Well, I feel a bit sick. Dear listeners, John's had. Tell them about your morning, mate. Oh, what a morning I've had. <laughs> Four forty-five. I got up this morning. Already, it sounds like our show. I'm leaning over like a garden fence. You're right there, John. <laughs> oh dear. Tell them what happened, right? I'll I'll begin the story. This is how I met John this morning. Me and uh, Adam Deneen were getting into the lift. Um, there's oh, a, don't, there's, no, metaphor, do that, there's yeah. no metaphor, it's a lift, John, Jesus. And we were, we, we were there, and we were sort of going up, and John said... You're not going to do the full oh, thing I said, though, are you? Oh, could I please say No. That? Oh, come on. No. Please. You can do the second half. And I thought I was going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really work, does it? Okay, I'll, we'll just do, it's the beginning of the show. I'll do the, the first half later. So John gets into the lift and went, oh, diddle diddle da <sighs> and I thought I was going to be sick. So take it from there. I was on the plane this morning, flying down from Glasgow. Oh, we Glasgow. And uh, I thought I was going to be sick. Yeah. I had to get a sick bag. Which is terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. But, but he couldn't find one, right? So John can't find a sick bag, but he's industrious. So mm. he looks into his bag, knowing there'll be something in there. There's a carrier bag there, and you contemplated chucking in that, didn't you? I it? did, yeah. Luckily, I'd had to buy some red lentils from Sainsbury's yesterday. So I kept the carrier bag. And, uh, but it had got holes in the bottom of it. Right. So that would have only been a temporary solution at best. I've, have you ever thrown up on a plane before? No. Oh, it's scary as hell. It's horrible when it happens because you, because you're making that <laughs> noise and you can feel everyone else around you getting getting sick. Yeah. Next to my dad, and my dad was going mental. <laughs> Honestly, he went he went just ape, just kind of like uh, having a go at me for being sick. But I was having to pass. I did about three of them, you know. And then there's a slight element of pride when you've kind of gone, you know. Ugh. Oh, the woman next to me was not amused. I had to lean across her to press the call button because we it was when we were coming into land and we were in the cloud. As soon as we got through the cloud, I was fine when I could see stuff. But yeah. in the cloud, I just I got a bit confused. Right. So I had to lean across this woman and the stewardess went, Is that eight? And I went, can I have a well, you did, you sick said it, bag, please? You said it in Scottish. She did. Oh, I remember you replied in Scottish. Oh, I need a sick bag. Aye. Something's oh. not right in my tummy. Lovely stuff. It's difficult, isn't it? I mean, it's slightly racist, but it's difficult not to speak like them when you're there. Oh, yeah. You just find yourself just such a beautiful way of speaking, but you can't... It's one of those accents, you think you're right, you know, you're spinning along, and then all of a sudden... I had a bizarre incident that occurred at uh, my gig. I did a gig, basically the Glasgow Comedy Festival was on the minutes, and, uh, and if you came to my show at the stand, thanks very much, and yeah, it was a little bit odd, because halfway through it, this girl had a seizure, right? Which is, you know, which is horrific, and sort of your, your Britishness kicks in, so the gig stopped. And it was lovely. Everyone just instantly. I put the mic down. And we kind of helped her out. She was kind of because she was having an epileptic fit. You've got to put like uh, something underneath her head in case she hurts herself, right? And this went on for about five minutes. Just everyone's giving her lots of space, being wonderful, and she's just very gently sort of swaying back and forth, right? And the DJ over in the corner of the room very slowly popped on a tune, and you just sat there in the middle of this, going, "What are you doing?" What? And it's that horrible thing when this, this Scottish guy was wonderful afterwards went, oh, that was a bit weird, wasn't it? And you're like, yeah, it was a bit odd. And he went, do you know why I hated? No. Well, I'm supposed to be worrying about that girl, but in the back of my head, my brain's going, is that Snoop Dogg or is that Dre? And he couldn't get it out because he popped on 50 cents. You know, I take it to the candy shop. Oh, in the middle of this horrific you thing. You don't put on a rap no, ballad there. you do not. Well, it's a song saying basically, who doesn't love a blowjob? Not now. Mm. It was it was the most incredible moment, and everyone it was just about two hundred people just looking at this DJ. It just went, well, I just do my job. Not now, incredible moment. Mm. And you were in Glasgow yesterday supporting Alan Carr. That was fun. That was amazing. Yeah, very nice. Eighteen hundred. A little bit too much wine afterwards. What are you supposed to do when you've just done a gig for eighteen hundred people in a big theatre? 
except drink. Ah, uh, the joys of working with a man who has problems. Mm, um, the Uniball micro Have you found your special pen? Yeah, as in it come is. loose in my bag. Are you all right? Yeah, I'll that be in, all right. In Get fairness, that is a cracking pen. It's a good it's, pen. It's fine, and you can really... It's almost like you're stabbing when you're writing. No, the opposite. Really? It's like ice skating. <laughs> That's a better... Yes, mm. correct. Although, isn't ice skating popular these days? Yeah, it's because of that silly programme, isn't it? It is. It was amazing. I was outside the uh, the ice rink at Bristol and it was packed. It was lovely because it was full of... There was obviously like a punk day uh, at the academy, which is next to the ice rink. So you've got these people who are massive fans of Duncan Rebu and people who love The Clash just milling outside. It was great. Mm. I don't know when being famous started being about doing stuff that you're rubbish at rather than doing stuff that you can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who do that? You're a good DJ. Did you not see those links <laughs> off the top? They yeah, were unbelievable. Exactly. People were listening to Natasha, and then all of a sudden they were listening to you, exactly. and they didn't know how it happened. That's all because they just slid straight through. Two comedians who find ourselves broadcasting now. We're broadcasters, apparently. So, yeah. t- so tell us more about the airport. Ah, oh, something made me really angry this morning at the oh. airport. Who'd have thought it? 4.45 a.m. Dun, dun, dun. Well, if you, you can imagine that. Traditionally, when you're in your most angry. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, very much so. Livid, I was. In a yeah. really nice hotel as well, so I felt I was being cheated out of my money by not being in it. I right. get my money's worth oh, and yeah, stay yeah. there till 12. Uh, well, maybe pop back in the future. I had one of them showers where water comes out of the wall at Oh, the that's incredible, yeah. isn't it? It wasn't. It was rubbish. What? I turned it on and it just thought, yeah, I'm getting wet from the side. Most of it's going on the floor. Right. That's a bit rubbish. Possibly, so possibly move yourself towards the flow. I was sort of in... I'm not really wide enough. <laughs> Did you not run about? I couldn't get all six jets. Six jets? Yeah. <laughs> That's a jetting noise, in case anyone... So where are they... They come from the top? Uh, and top, and then in the side of the wall, like, la- laterally. So you've got, what, five other ones? I had six in the wall, Yeah. Uh, riveted, and, uh, and water coming out of the roof. Yeah, wow. but it was pretty rubbish. And why were you upset? What was the... the thing? Oh, I got to the airport, right, and uh, I checked in, and then as I was going from uh, the check-in, there was a woman there working for a credit card company at yep. 4.45 in the morning who said to me, excuse me, have you got a spare moment for the chat? Yep. There's no such thing as a spare moment at 4.45am. I'll give you that. Every minute allotted before 5am has been carefully planned because you should be in bed. Yeah. Nobody has ever set their alarm for 4.45 and thought, I'll set it for 22 in case anyone fancies a chat. Absolutely. What a ridiculous question. I wish I'd noted the credit card company so I could say to people, if you have a credit card with this company, the reason you pay so much interest is so that they can pay women to ask rhetorical, ridiculous questions Whoa, first thing in the morning. She has not got you at a good time. <laughs> what a stupid so- thing to do. 4.45 in the morning. Have you got a spare moment? Do I look like it? I'm about to be sick into a bag. Playing the voice of reason, the young lady has a job to do. She has people to ask. Yeah, but why is she doing it at 4.45? Oh, why? Why me? My, my. I should be in a shower that I didn't enjoy because I'm not fat enough. <laughs> <laughs> How angry can you get? You've literally got upset because you're not fat enough to enjoy. What's happened to the lights? Oh, That was a bit weird. That's got all lovely in the studio that suddenly came over all nice. But, you know, come on, she's got to ask people. No, she hasn't. Yes, she does. When they said, you're on the three till ten shift this morning, she should have gone, uh, not being funny, Barry, I know you're my boss and all, but who's going to sign up for a credit card between the hours of three and six a.m. on a Sunday morning? Me. You? Yeah. Really? No. No. She's probably just lonely. She's probably, like, you know, unstable or something. She doesn't even work for a credit card company. She just wants to meet people. Right. She saw you, she thought, look at him. 
She should go speed dating. Yeah, she should. <laughs> Have you ever gone speed dating? That no. That's fantastic, wouldn't it? What? This? The micro light barophone, whatever it's called. Yeah. Special pen. Ding. Next. A minute's not really long enough. I've written you a questionnaire. Take it away. Get back to me. See, that being the mate, uh, any girl that's lasting three minutes with you is done spectacularly well. That's a white knuckle ride, isn't it? Just coming out. How'd you go on? I think I've got it all right. And then at the end, I said love, and I knew that I'd spell L U V, and I knew that he was reading the word because you do that. You read, I do the, words. read the words in mad, yeah. Yep. Three minutes is too long to chat with someone you don't really know. I can't fill three minutes. No. I don't like meeting new people because I've at best got about a minute and a half before we both just look at each other and go. Anyway, <sighs> so yeah. I'll probably uh, just gone into that dark room. I did that yesterday, though. I met some uh, some mates of mine that I haven't seen. I was telling you about it earlier. I haven't seen them since about 1998. Yeah, well, you changed, didn't you? Moved up in the world. Oh, it was horrible, though, because, like, you just don't know how to get... They're, like, still my friends, and they're still really funny and lov- lovely, but I haven't seen them since we were, like, 18, since we were kids and that. And, like, one of the last memories I have of us is playing a game where we were bouncing 20p's off a table and making them land in a cup that was full of spirits and then you had to either drink or nominate who was going to drink it's like a classic kind of drinking game and we forced my friend Jamie who wasn't there yesterday to drink it and what you've got to do when you're drinking the gin and all the manky sort of juices and that you've got to catch the 50p in your teeth and then spit it back out he swallowed the 50p mm. and rather than going that, that this is a scene of, of an emergency it we were all laughing a little bit because he looked like he was he was dying. And my friend Alan started giving him the Heimlich. Well, that looks like you're just trying to bum your mate. So you're sat there watching whilst he... And we were just remembering that yesterday. And he never got rid of that 50p. Legend still says it's inside him somewhere. Oh, I don't think it is. Well, how do you know? <clears throat> I'm willing... Well, no, I don't know. But I'm willing to be fairly confident that that's passed through. Lovely. Well, let's have, <laughs> let's have some more... Hey, on that note, it's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Yeah, we should chat about that. What have you got your mum? Uh, nothing. Have you not? No. This is awkward. We don't really do Mother's Day, though. Well, she doesn't really like it because it's commercial. Well, that's is awkward. I sent her a letter early and she said thanks very much. Did you? Yeah. You don't really know her address and you can't write. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm, I've been told to stop the Lily Allen atrocities by text. If you love Rufus so much, why don't you play him? Um, I will do. Um, You've been told to stop playing Lily Allen or stop having a go at Lily Allen. No, stop playing her, I think. Right. But, you know, we can't make our mind up whether we like her or not. No, I I made my mind up on that one. I don't like that. Yeah. Shame for you. I don't like that. I quite like uh, Alfie. That is a 4% belter. 4%? Mm. Have you seen the new uh, trailer for the Transformers film? No. Oh, it looks really good. Right, uh, it does. It's a bit weird. Welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah. God, how, that was that was properly Russell Howard the caricature off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Your eyes lit up as well. Yeah, well, because me, me and Karis were going to watch it yesterday, and uh, but we went to watch the the number twenty three. Have you seen that? No. Give it a miss. Anyways, John's not very well, so people are suggesting full English and orange juice. Oh yeah, gives you all the nutrients you need, plus three metillium. Uh, good for nausea. What's metillium? You might um, that might not read in for me. I tell you what, I. Uh, Can you see that? Uh, I bet you. I bet that's a drug reference that I've read out like a full. Right. Three metillium. Does anyone? No, it means nothing. To, a full bre- a full English breakfast fills me up for the day. I can't eat anything for the rest of the day if I have a cooked breakfast. Well, we'll test that theory one day when you and me are waking up next to each other spooning. I'll uh, I'll uh, cook your breakfast. How could you go from an anecdote about going to watch a film with your girlfriend and suddenly I'm getting. Spooned. I'll put it about, mate. <laughs> For the good of the show. Right. We were saying this earlier. We we both have sex with Sven Goran Eriksson, if only for... Not now, obviously. Yeah, when, when for a call-up. Yeah. Yeah. 
And who else would... It was someone upstairs. Oh, that's it. A <laughs> hundred million. What was it? Um, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney, We both yeah. have sex with Wayne Rooney. Because Colleen has made ten million yeah. through her associations from Wayne. And we both said... We're not saying she hasn't made that money because she's not talented. No. She's undoubtedly got a, an acute business plan that uh, she's thought through, and that's why she's doing well for herself. Yeah. She's, not just that she's having sex no, with she's Wayne a very Rooney. talented lady. Yeah, she's got business plans. Absolutely. But the Asda deal didn't make itself. But I did say, I tell you what, I'd do him for five million, um, and John went. I'd do it for two point five, <laughs> and then we sat in silence for a bit. Yeah. Uh, That's a dangerous game to play. That it is because that goes down and down until yeah. you lose respect I like for the, each other. I like the fact we were trying to outbid each other. Yeah. as to who would. I'd do it for chewing gum. Well, I'd do it for pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, what are we on about? We're on about uh, it's Mother's Day. We were talking right, about. Yes. Yeah. So you've got nothing for your mum. Happy Mother's Day, mum. Hey, happy Mother's Day, mum, to you and all. And to all the mothers and expectant mothers. See, that all sounds like that just sounds rude, doesn't it? When you call them to all the mothers. Mums is better, I think. Yeah. To all the mums. Hey, text in if you're a mum on 64046. We've already had a mum. What goodies have you got? <laughs> or email russell.john. Russell, she was dressed as Sven Goran Eriksson. It's her yeah. own fault. Uh, email russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. If you're a mum or you've given your mum a present, what have you given her and that kind of stuff. The best one, when we were, me and my brother were, I think I was 16 and he was 14, uh, we had nothing for Mother's Day. So we, we basically made up a song. We burst in and sort of improvised it, and it went something a little bit like this. We love our mummy, our sweet, sweet mummy, mummy. We love our mummy, our sweet, sweet mummy, mummy. We, uh, we, uh, we love our mummy. We love our mummy, mum, mum, mum. And then my brother goes, love, 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 from nowhere, oh, leapt in front of her. God. It was incredible. I it would was... have hit you. Well, that was it. She was just sat there going, you idiots. <laughs> but uh, we had nothing. So 4.45am you... was that. When you've got nothing, just go for a song. I mm. Hopefully she's listened to that and it's making her think. And I gave her a kiss yesterday, which is a bit weird. Oh, um, well, that's Mother's Day sorted then, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the next five Mother's Days done. But we don't really kiss, so, you know, you know, not like that. John, please don't make this. You know, I sort of gave her a kiss on the cheek and went, oh, happy Mother's Day for tomorrow. And she's like, all right, see you later. And, you know, you feel like, it, you know, that's nearly a gift, isn't it? A kiss. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. Like, there yeah. you go, a kiss from me. That <laughs> yeah. should be enough. I'd rather have Did you give much to comic relief, yeah. did you, this year? Yes, I just popped. I winked to Africa on a map. Yeah, I believe yeah, that exactly. that'll suffice. I just dragged my... St- <laughs> oh, no, that's... <laughs> right, what have you got your mother, John? I, did, I, I, I haven't, but it's... Oh, I don't know. It Genuinely, she do, she doesn't like the commercial aspect of it. Oh, so if I buy her she something, I'm just... She says that, mate, but she loves it. Yeah, but it's her birthday soon, so oh, look so out co- for that. So combine the two. I booked my sister's birthday present this week, and someone else has got a special birthday this week, haven't they? Chip and Dale? Yeah. What have I got? You're 30 this year, aren't you? I am 30, yeah, and I'm going out with... Who am I going out with now? Ulrika Johnson. I'm going out with Ulrika, yeah. Things <laughs> yeah. are going great for me. Bit of telly. <laughs> Get closer to Sven. Yes. We had an email in from a mother. Did we? Yeah. Right. She says, uh, here is a, it's an Am I Normal as well. Oh, sweet. She oh. says, here is a Mother's Day Am I Normal for you. I am a 38-year-old mother. Mm-mm-mm. They're called yummy mummies. Go on. <laughs> Not all 38-year-old mothers are called yummy mummies. They are in I my eyes. There's, there's, oh, God. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. The lights keep going down when you say <laughs> yeah, I know, stuff. Every time I, I set myself to sensual, the lights are coming down. It's good. <laughs> yeah. um, I just set myself to sensual. I am a 38-year-old mother, and I play guitar in a punk rock band, who nice. are, incidentally, also mothers. Nice. And our songs are all about being mothers. A punk song about being a mum. Yeah. Imagine your own mother conducting herself in this manner. Is this normal? Uh, that's that's perfectly normal, uh, love from the mothers. 
But uh, the the MySpace page, he says, check out our live thing. And a band appear to be called Ovulation. Lovely stuff. That's not normal, that. No. You've got a 13-year-old son, so why don't you just call yourselves, like, you know, can Ovulation on toast. Can they, can they not send us in some uh, songs? That'd be fantastic to hear them. Yeah? Punk songs about being a mum, that'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? <laughs> Made him some sandwiches. <laughs> what else do you do as a mum? You make sandwiches, tidy the house, uh, <laughs> read, learn them to read. Learn them to read. <laughs> Your mother was obviously busy wind that them, week. Wind them, uh, get them, get them clothes, shelter. Yeah. There's a whole. What al- is this? There's a whole album. I'm trying to th- work through ovulation facts. What, what songs would you sing? If you were a mum, what would be your first tune? Oh, yours would be like a crooning song. I cuff you, him because I love him. You cuff him because you love him. Yeah. Uh, you've got to teach him boundaries. Yeah, exactly. And don't be rubbish at stuff, or I'll hate you. Lovely. Well, the that's vo- probably the title track of the album. Okay. <laughs> it always gets dark with you when we talk about stuff like yeah, this. and that's not your real dad. That's not your real dad is their best song, though. Yeah, it's honest. a cracking album. It, that, what happens on That's Not Your Real Dad is... Is it him? And then a, in the video, a dad appears in front of a kid, and uh, they go now like that, and the kid starts crying. Is that what you want? <laughs> a weeping child. As dad upon dad comes in, it's not him. And then right at the end, it's, it's Roger Moore, and that's his dad. Writes itself. It does. Oh, I'd love to hear some of their stuff. And I'll be honest, it's now a minute until the news, and there's no way we're going to be able to get hold of that stuff. Well, yeah, we should check it out. It's my space. Get us back. It's russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. Ovulation, if you're listening, and uh, you're probably not. You're probably, uh, rec- oh, you're probably recording or something like that. Um, can you all mind play an instrument? Uh, she could do, like, the milk bottle thing where you go, huh, 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 but I don't what, know if you, that's you make a groaning noise into a milk bottle? No. But you know what I mean, there's that. And I think she's, uh, she's quite good at the spoons. She, right, so can... no is probably the answer no, to the question. Really. Does anyone in your family play an instrument? Uh, no. Well, I'm a keen guitarist, as you know. Obviously, yeah. yeah I've got three guitars. Yeah. Um, I can't play any of them. It's just as backing for your vocals, though, isn't it? That's your strong, correct. powerful the, vocals. Well, that's right, John. They, but they, I get seduced by guitars all the time. I look at them and think, oh, I'll buy another one, though. So I went through a stage when I was younger. I've just, I saw them in uh, like charity shops and that. Have one. you really got guitars? Yeah, I've got three. Why? Because I like the look of them. God, when you make a little bit more money, you're going to start buying motorbikes. Yeah, I am. I am. Absolutely. I'm going to get you a motorbike. I'm going to get myself a motorbike that looks like a guitar. Let's get a motorbike and sidecar and do a tour. Oh, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then we'd have a flipping argument as to who drives. Oh, we'll take it in turns. No, we I don't mind side. Really? Yeah, I'll take sidecar. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I've got oranges that I'm going to throw at people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that Gibbon in the Clint Eastwood film. Yeah. John left. <laughs> if we were driving along in a sidecar, you'd just spend all your days. Hey, you're on the mobile. Pull over. Pull over. Three bites. That is six. Yeah, is that six? Is it six? Is it six? No. I thought they just put it up. No, it's three, mate. Twelve. I'll be honest. I'm still doing it. I think everyone is. I know you are. You're a criminal. It's disrespectful. That's an interesting one. Who do you like to look like? Anyone. Oh, come on. Garfield. You like to look like Garfield? (laughs) (laughs) He's obsessed by Garfield, aren't he? Oh, cracking films. Say what you like. They're not, you know... If you want to be challenged, don't watch them. If you just want to watch a cat dance with a dog, which yeah. I very often do, yeah, yeah. then watch Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was wetting myself. Although the second one, slightly disappointing. Second one's not as good, but, you know, second ones never are. No? But, you know, Garfield one. Godfather. When he's dancing to that and he keeps pushing all the others, yeah. Uh. And it's got Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. Yes, it has. Are you a fan of hers? Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, that was a proper... She's Ma- welcome round for dinner. That was a proper Mark Lawrence moment. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, there was a great thing in the papers the other day. They were on about how to make football less uh, dull. 
Um, and people have lots of reasons, like extra players, two refs, make the goals bigger. Uh, make their goals bigger. Reward attacking. Me Ian Holloway, very interesting point. Reward attacking plays. So if you score three goals or more, you get an extra point. thought that was quite cool. Lots of kind of ideas and make the grass different and the balls different and all this. And then right at the end, Lauren Leave the game alone. <laughs> he, just, right, he, just, he just pops in right at the end. He goes, and there was a lovely quote, too many men in grey suits trying to mess with a beautiful game. And you could tell that they've obviously gone for him to a quote and he's that far away. Keep them, mate. Yeah. They did the same in snooker a little while ago and they were talking about making snooker interesting yeah. and they interviewed loads of players and they kept, they're like, go, uh, like balls with dots on so that people can see the spin yeah. and everyone's going yeah yeah every time it got to Jimmy White he went no <laughs> yeah, yeah. what about like uh, yeah. purple base nah snooker green green innit green yeah, base yeah. what about uh, timed shots no okay Jimmy thanks thanks for your time Hey, we've had some uh, stuff about the uh, uh, Motilium as an anti-sickness tablet, in case anyone was wondering. Right. Right. And uh, also, apparently, it's also a drug called uh, Domperdone. <laughs> Domperdone, something like that. I'll, no. ne- I'll never go to the How chemist. is the uh, medical degree doing? Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Penicillin? Um, but apparently it speeds up the process of the gut. Great for nausea. That's from Fiona in Leeds. Hope you're very well, John. Thanks very um, much. Someone here, all right. I don't really get this Just one. Tie it. It's all right, mate. It says, it's my first Mother's Day. My husband is hungover and forgot to buy chocolates. I don't understand that. It's not his job to get the... Unless they got a weird relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a bit... I think what she's saying is her but, baby's only one, so the baby can't really do anything. So she's expecting her husband to buy stuff on. But you know, like when you've got a no, dog and weird, you buy it? stuff yeah. for the for you, you buy your mum a present, and you put a little dog print on the card as if to say the dog bought you a present. I tell you what's weird about all that though is when the vets send you a letter to your dog, mm. and you're like, well, I can't open it. <laughs> and and it sort of says, you know, and it's and it's quite full on. It's like, dear Bert, we know she hasn't been worm for a while. So, uh, could you put yourself in? D- d- oh, let's be gonna... honest, did it say Russell? No, he said Was Bert. it to you? No, it wasn't. Because you haven't been wormed for a while, have you? I've noticed you scratching. No, that is awkward. And when you were scratching along the floor on that's, the carpet in the last ho- song. It's horrible as an adult when you get a disease you should only have when you're a kid. Getting worms is horrible. Like, have yeah. you had worms? Yeah. Oh, and God. It's that awkward thing. You have to wander into the chemist and you do exactly, you know, oh, have you got anything for a friend of mine called mm. Dussel who has... Oh. I have a vermis problem. Yeah, it's horrific. But you don't think of anything. You just panic, go really red. She goes, is it for you? Yes, it's for Anyways, uh, she goes on to say, it's my first month of days. My, my husband is hungover and forgot to buy chocolates, but got a card late last night from a drunken friend who had some spare. That's from Fanny. Three kisses. <laughs> I'll be honest, that's exactly what I did. You can't not laugh. You only read that because that was the name Fanny, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? And when you laughed in the middle of the last song, and I said, what are you laughing at? And you said, we've had a cracking email. <laughs> what you meant was, we've had an email from someone called Fanny. <laughs> Correct. Oh, well, well done. That's the best bit in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, that. <laughs> I won't leave you, no, Fanny. Fanny. I won't leave you. What Thank a you film. Man, he haunts my dreams. It's a cracking film. The most quotable film possibly of all time. The best bit, well, actually, there's two bits. No, Fanny, I won't leave you. And also when uh, uh, they accused him of preaching to the devil. Did you believe the charges? Not even when they took my mm, eyes. That's a think, good one. Tell a white lie, you fool. You can Te- use that in conversation. You absolutely can, yeah. Uh, the two big stories in the uh, the tabloids are that uh, Freddie Flintoff got drunk and uh, fell off a pedalo and nearly drowned. Yeah. And Dean Gaffney's had a fivesome, yeah. I believe. Yeah, with uh, uh, three girls yeah. who were fans and yeah. one who hated him. Yeah. 
Kate Edwards said she was lured into the sordid romp. Yeah. Tricksy old Dean Gaffney. Yeah. Well, he will do that. He's, yeah. like, he's like an elf in many ways. He'll leave uh, truffles mm. and you'll find your way. I've done that. We've all done that. It's that thing of you see some chocolate on the floor, you think, oh, I'll have some of that. Before you know it, you're in bed with Gaffney. Yeah, again. Going, you're not a woman. And I'm like, well, you're not, you know, George Clooney. But here we find ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That's the point, right? Uh, 100,000 Dean Gaffney. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Not for any money, Dean Gaffney. Really? No. All right, 10 million. You've got our standards, mate. 10 million? Yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, for that money, but no less. Okay, 10 million. If you're listening, Dean, cough up the dosh. (laughs) I've got a man who will bang you and tidy your room. Yeah, I'm not tidy in his room. I'm not his mother. Hey, come on. If it's messy, you'll feel compelled to do it. Well, Lionel Messi's a whole different prospect. Oh, I love this yeah. stuff. That was a play on words, but... He's know. one of your husbands, isn't he, Lionel Messi? He is one of my husbands, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Messi, Gerard, and... Um, oh, if, if you listen to the show for the first time, we've got uh, three celebrity uh, wives that were allowed and three celebrity husbands that were mm. allowed, you know, in sort of a fantasy dream world. And uh, my, my uh, husbands are Lionel Messi, Stephen Gerrard and Rufus Wainwright... And your husband's are... Uh, David what? Beckham. Yeah, Beckham, which is quite, you know, quite scuzzy for John. It, yeah. it just shows me a world that I haven't got access to. That's good. You know. All right, John. Uh, Rafael Nadal. Loves the arms. Yeah. Loves the arms. And, uh, well, I, I, I showed him the uh, weight regime that he uses to get his arms like that. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. It's he's like that. It's he's like never that. said gracias. Nice. Um, and uh, Cesc Fabregas. Yes. Because we enjoy Barcelona. Yeah, latecomer. Mm. And there was talk, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting because I didn't know he's one of your husbands. And yet I got a very excited phone call for you this this week. Hey, you never guess who's uh, signing books? Who? Cesc Fabregas. I never <laughs> so, said that. Yeah, you did. I'd hey, said let's he... go there wearing dresses. Oh, <laughs> All the lies. Well, and, your ce- and your celebrity wife should be Billy Piper. Yeah, so you say. Well, there was a story in uh, one of the papers today that Billy is obsessed with uh, putting on wedding dresses and dancing around in them. Yeah, as am I. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, don't act like you didn't. Looks like when we got. Don't fit- act like you didn't. I didn't. You did. We got fitted up for those tuxes, and I turned around, and you were touching the f- the uh, the wedding dress, going, "I'm going to get married someday," and you were rubbing it. And if I'd have, <laughs> if we'd have walked out, you'd have put that on and danced around. Well, for a start, it wasn't a wedding dress. It was a tux that I was stroking. It wasn't. It was a wedding dress. No. It really was. What are you talking about? You were rubbing it up. You kissed a mannequin. Oh, all these things in your head have become true. No, but it was definitely a wedding dress. Right. And Did I put it on? No, but... Did I dance around with it? No, but... And can you see my point now when I said I didn't put it on and dance around with it and you said, You did! But I'll refer you to this. Your eyes... I do have eyes. Well done. Well, one all then. Gestured over to me and uh, the shopkeeper. Shopkeep. And, yeah, shopkeep. And the eyes seem to say, Get out of here. Right, well, my eyes often say that. Get out of here before I do something horrific. And that's when we had to take you out. That's when you took me to an alcohol shop. Yes, I did. And we had a bit of an incident there, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, what do I want? What do I want? Right, mm. let's get you out of here. <clears throat> Stationers. Oh, that was awkward. Well, anyways. Tasty we, drink. We were going to do... Uh, well, we should do grammar, really, out of the back. Yeah, of the... I groaned at the top of that last song. You did? What did it say, Russell? It said L-U-V. I'm in love, L-U-V. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Not really, are you? Let's do the grammar thing again. This is where you text in the things that have annoyed you, you pernickety punks. Well, we're going to do some grammar and then we're going to turn it because you don't like it anymore, do you? Well, I was thinking about this. I've had a long think about uh, about people quibbling over grammar and I've come to the conclusion that there's no compassion to it, is there? It's just it's taking an intellectual snobbery at people making mistakes. What if, I thought to myself at a train station earlier, what if, right, a girl who'd been raised by wolves uh, turned up 
and started talking, which and like maybe wrote down in their own mess or something, help me or something. Would you go? Oh, look, she's written that wrong. She's been raised by wolves. It's not her fault. Why is she at the train station? <laughs> right. Why <laughs> you can't just set these things off? She's at the train station because she's escaped from the wolves. Yes. Right. But even though she got on, they died. So she's. Oh the, no. Yeah, I know it's pretty bad actually. Devastated. Yeah. And um, she saw, like, a really hairy bloke on a train, and she thought... So the wolves raised her just outside a train station. Yeah, was, yeah. Handy for, handy for travel. They yeah. thought, you know, we're wolves, but we do need to get about. Yeah. And, but, she, and she got on the train, which was a miracle. Yeah. Jumped the barrier and all that. How did <laughs> yeah. she get on the train? How did she get on the train? Like, stealth. Right. And, um, and she's got a ticket, has she? No, that's the awkward thing. She's hiding... She's got to the... touch in and touch out. Yeah, but the, they found her. That's where they found her on the train. Right. And, um... That's when she sort of started speaking weird. That's when she wrote. And then yeah. a few of your grammar chums went, oh, listen to her, she doesn't even know how to talk. Uh, so you're implying that... Pass me my tweed. In that situation, I would say, what you mean is, oh, uh, oh. Uh. Yeah, I would. Yeah. But I'm saying, where does it stop? If so, It probably stops there, Russell, no, but with if you, fictitious girls raised by wolves on trains. No, 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 not if you weren't raised on a train, mate. She was raised in a sort of clearing. <laughs> uh, anyway, but the point I'm trying to make, um, not very well, admittedly, mm. is <laughs> is that, uh, you know, if you don't have the intellectual capacity to write in a way that others deem correct, then surely you should look beyond at what they're trying to say from their heart. Oh. No? Yeah, no, I'm all in favour of that. You see, I tried to make this point last week. I don't get angry at people who, you know, if you're just writing something quickly, we all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But the LUV thing, a perfect example. People know how to spell love. They just choose not to. And I think that shouldn't be allowed. Right, well, let's see what we've got. So we'll, we'll, we'll wrap these up, right? Yes. We'll wrap these up because we've got a few good ones in. And then we'll change it into texting nice things that you like. This is another way you, you said that. You don't have to... Texting nice things, things that you've seen, yeah. doilies and stuff like that. We'll, we'll change this feature into called living in a dream world where yeah, you text that, in that things fun. you like yeah. and you don't have to spell it right you can put apostrophes wherever you like you can put seven exclamation marks at the end of it and we'll read it out and it'll be nice quotes hey, and stuff and wolf girl if you're listening yeah just just you know just look after yourself text in what you want love yeah now talking of what people have got their mums uh james bird's made a, f a fatal mistake right I got my mum slim fast for Mother's Day oh. once. That's naive, isn't it? It's her day. It's your fault she looks like that, James. Well, it's not. She never got it back after she had you and she resents you for it. John, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what? It's Mother's Day. They probably sat at home. This yeah. was years ago this happened and you've brought all that mess up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. Enjoy your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, this is awkward. I got my mum slim fast for Mother's Day once. I thought it was funny. She didn't. She went mental and told me I was adopted. She didn't. She also threw a garden fork at my dad once because he bought strawberry ice cream as opposed to chocolate ice cream. Jimbo, wow. West Sussex. Well, you're dealing... Time of the month. You are dealing with a cranker there, yeah. Exactly. A garden fork. Yeah, that's proper good there. Yeah. My, um... Oh, no, I can't say that story. <laughs> right. I bought my mum a goldfish on Mother's Day as she said she wanted a unique and different present. Heather, kiss. Nice. Uh, I am a thirty. This is from Catherine Parish. I'm a 36 year old mum. <clears throat> I have two kids and spend a lot of my time wandering around in a daze, eating toast and picking things up from the floor. Same here. I would really like to hear an ovulation track. Do they ever play the trout in Canesham? It's a well known. <laughs> John. It's a well known oasis. <laughs> Just because they're they're not. Um, it's a well-known oasis of punk music around here, and I'm sure they would be made very welcome. Half the women from my toddler group would be guaranteed to attend. Catherine in Canesham near Bristol. We've got them a gig. 
ovulation. They've got one uh, one belter, which is called John. Uh, milk pistols. The milk pistols. That's yeah, one of their tunes. That's, that's so, the kind of stuff sort, you're dealing it's with. Sort of a ballad, isn't it? That one. Mm. And uh, apparently, uh, this is from Alexandra Townsend. John looks a bit like John Travolta uh, this morning. This disturbs me. Cut your hair. He won't. I w- hey whoa hey now. I went to have my haircut this week. And Go on. Two people said oh, it looks all right at the moment, so yeah. I didn't bother. Lovely. But now I'm getting now I'm getting it from all sides. Yeah, Cut be, your hair. Let's be honest. It was uh, it was at five to five, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. closed at five. It looks great. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, it looks lovely. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> I'm off into town to buy eggs. I do diddly diddly do do. Let's do grammar. What have we got? Unbelievable. Well, that's what you like. Yeah, go on. <laughs> what I'm like. Hey, you'll love this story. I've just read this in the news. It's great. Henry the parrot is wrecking the nerves of owner Peter Warren, 55, in Devon by mimicking smoke detectors and burglar alarms. That's the kind of parrot I can deal with. Carry on. <laughs> it's amazing this show, isn't it? It's just amazing. Yeah. I'm going to edit together all my favourite links that you've thrown to me. <laughs> the favourite things that you just say. Turns out a parrot made a margarine. John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Thanks, Russell. <laughs> Um, right, grammar ones. We had some good ones. Um, someone texted in off the back of last week and says, Firstly, I'd just like to say I totally agree with you both. There's no better feeling than putting on a warm pair of underpants. Damn right. Although John prefers cool I disagree. Ones. Yeah. 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 Um, but the grammar one, it's uh, Jo. Yep. She says, Oh, it's a lady. So that probably ch- turns you on a bit now, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you want to make a horrible noise? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And she's a 38 year old mother of six. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> The main thing I wanted to tell you, however, was about my boyfriend. Ah, oh, I'll put this on. He has never said to me that he loves me. Well, get rid. Yeah, but he persists on writing, I love you, L-U-V, the letter U. Yeah. I can't help but find this annoying after what John said, and so far have refused to write it back. Once telling him about the fact that I too now believe it isn't sincere to place love in a message, he began to write love, L-O-V-E. For some apparent reason, this now annoys me further. I just thought I'd let you know. Well, so, we can only apologise, Joe, because what, what appears to have happened there is our section appears to have caused a massive problem in your relationship. Yeah, but, you know, these John, things need to, to come out. These things need... No, they don't. See, if he doesn't really love her... He does. She needs to do. know about it. They've been going out for six years. I broke up a married couple last night at the gig. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Uh, Any the reason? They weren't really happy and they just needed someone to recognise that and tell 1,800 people. That's great. Well done, you. Yeah. Lovely. I say they weren't really happy. He wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, these things happen. All, all things come to an end. Yeah, there's some girl who was raised by a wolf. She's looking for a partner. Now, we've had an email. This is a good email, but wait till you find out the name of the person that emailed it. It's better than Fanny. Um, <laughs> and you can get that for your mobile. Uh, I have never found anyone else who pronounces hummus correctly outside of my family. We chatted about this last week. We People did. call it hummus, which yeah. is declaying plant matter. Yeah. Uh, when this topic came up last week, I actually shouted yes and held my arms up in the air in a victory pose. Well done, John. And that's from Octavia Rate. Wow. It's a cracking name, isn't it? Octavia Rate. So, so no more grammar complaining now, then. That is the kind of name you want as a kid, isn't it? Mm. Or would you not? You'd probably get bullied. No. Sounds like a sort of X-Man name, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's got, it's got a touch of uh, sort of gladiator about it as well. Yeah. Octavia. Octavia Wright. Owner of a broken lunchbox. Yeah, exactly. Loser of ten marbles. And I will have my dinner. In this hour or the next. <laughs> probably this hour, because, yes. you know, it's a red... We have to have it here. Yes. I probably eat sandwiches during... But I wouldn't uh, no, I won't eat my banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never eat my banana because well, it gets like battered it. in my lunchbox. Truth be told, I eat most of my lunch at ten. and never have anything for lunch. and have to steal from bigger boys. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> so, what's your favourite quote of anything ever? You know my favourite quote. Yeah. Get off my lawn! It's, uh, it's not that. It's, uh, those who dream by day, uh, by night, in the dusty recess of their mind, wake in the day to find that all was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they act upon their visions with open eyes and make them happen. By, uh, I think that's by T. Lawrence. Yeah. Cracking that. Nice. I love that. Yeah. What's yours? Mine, uh, is something that was written about, uh, the poet Federico Garcia Lorca, and I don't know who wrote it. But uh, he says uh, he says of Federico, he says, On the surface he seemed lively, but what struck me most was the sadness in his eyes. Yeah. The kind of sadness one sees in the eyes of an animal. Not because he's hurt or suffering from anything in particular, but a kind of elemental sorrow for the nature of things. Oh, that's lovely. It's nice, that, That's got you written all over it as well. Yeah, it's it? a good quote, that. I'd like to have that said about me. Yeah. Oh, well, see, the trouble is, though, I'm, I'm sort of one of your best mates, and I would try and say that and I'd muck it up at the funeral. He's like a really sad animal, isn't he? Well, you frequently like, just tell me I have dead eyes. He's like a polar bear with dead eyes and that. Mm. I'll miss him. Mm. Is the grave... Oh, is, it, is it an open coffin? Oh, let's griggle st- stuff on his face. Big clown smile. So... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> we want people to text in nice stuff now, yeah, don't yeah, we? Because yeah, we're te- getting a few... Using lowercase i when referring to yourself in writing is annoying, unacceptable, and a sign that this country is going to the dogs. Right. Which is pretty much what we don't want anymore, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Anyone who says this country's going to the dogs can read their Daily Mail. <laughs> Carry on. Someone says, please tell Fanny to stop whining from Dick in Wales. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, so Dick is now having a go at Fanny. Yeah, so it would appear. We seem to have started something. I hate the idea of Dick shaking his fist at Fanny at home. <laughs> We've had, uh, Octavia is blatantly the name of a Transformer or a type of Skoda car. Mm. It is the name someone of a Skoda car, isn't Someone it? having a pop there, uh, our good mate Octavia. Well, we won't have it. No. He's, uh, uh I love this song, apparently, we've just had. What was it? Uh, the 80s, acceptable in the 80s, oh, it's, it's called, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, by Calvin Harris. Lovely. Um, somebody loves that. Joe Squeeze Me Knuckles <laughs> loves that. Uh, it was acceptable in the 80s, and I hate that it isn't anymore. P.S. God, it doesn't even make any sense. Uh, ignore any spelling, spelling mistakes. I will. I had the best St. Patrick's Day ever. It's not uh, It's not really St. Patrick's Day anymore. It's just putting on a hat. And yeah, I got really wound Guinness. up Did by you? people wandering around train stations with Guinness hats on. It's not because they're still enjoying themselves. They want you to think they're really wacky and go, Oh, God, you wouldn't believe the night I had last night. I had four Guinnesses and I've still got my hat on. It's yeah. totally mental. Well, Take your hat off. It's time for work. Go away. Get out of my face. What a Sunday. I get very angry by... Uh, it's time for work, unless, of course, it was 4.45. People who are still laughing at something that happened ages ago. And uh, it's not because they still find it funny. It's because they want you to ask what was funny. And they work in the service industry. It's ridiculous when you're trying to buy something and the guy at the desk going, <laughs> oh, oh, £2.49, please. We are so different, you and me. Oh. Because I hear that and go, what happened? What happened? Yeah, but they're not, they, they want you to do that. They want yeah, you to go, what, what happened? And they're going to go, oh, <laughs> Meryl in the store. You are, oh, you wouldn't what know. Happened? You wouldn't. Meryl in the storeroom. Uh, no, honestly, you wouldn't. God, you wouldn't. I want to know. <laughs> you wouldn't Stop mucking around. I want to know. You wouldn't get it. Well, Just get out of WH Smith's oh, or it. any other retailer. I came in here to get Jaffa cakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That never would have happened if you'd just gone, that'd be £2.49, please. Yeah, but that'd be dull. See, you want... No, that's a transaction. No, Buy it. I don't want to be your friend. Just give me my goddamn paper and chocolate. Yeah, but I want to be their friend. I want to wander in and have a nat. You don't want to be their friend. I do, you it. don't know them. I do. 
I've seen them in that. You'll be their friend for a bit and then you'll just oh, drift apart. Oh, it It'd just go. be a complete waste of time. No, They've but, got friends. That's but, what they're laughing about. Yeah, but it's quite nice to hear a funny little story. As an example, right? We've had one in from Alice Lilly. This is nice, right? Morning, guys. First time listening to the show. Enjoying it very much. Thanks. Sweet. Uh, she just wanted she to... She us on a good week. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to share this with you. I was on the train from Leeds yesterday. Now in John's world... Showing you, off. You'll be on the train. Just sat there... Just eyes closed, maybe hands over your ears, just thinking about arriving uh, in London or wherever you're going, right? Not chatting to anybody. She hears this. Uh, no apparent reason. A guy stood up and went, look at, my, look at what my mate's just bought his girlfriend. Dived into his mate's bag and pulled out a vibrator, which he then showed the whole train. Vibrators on a train, perhaps the least successful follow-up to snakes on a plane. Alice and Harrogate. That would, I would go mental at that. I think that's funny. Some idiot going, oh, God, <laughs> vibrator. Yeah. Grow up. No. And d- get off the train. Oh, get off the, he can't get off the train, it's travelling, that's a funny. Exactly, throw him out the window. So what, for getting a dildo out? Yeah, exactly. You want to kill a man, cares? you want to kill a man for getting a sex aid out? Yeah, he's not needed in society. <laughs> what an excellent episode of Crime Watch. Why did I, I'll tell you why, right? He pulls out a bloody rampant rabbit. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I'm trying to travel. You don't need people like that when you're just trying, you, can, you know, fair enough. I, oh, God, I, I overheard a woman on the train back from London last week. Go on. And, and she was being really sanctimonious. Yeah. Getting really angry at it. Yeah. And her friend was going, uh, she met up with her mate. Yeah. And her mate went, oh, I didn't know you were going to be on this train. I was planning to just sort of get drunk and eat crisps. And she went, uh, all right, no problem. I'm not drinking right now. And it really sanctimonious. And that oh. wound me up. But then she went. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not drinking. Why is that? Why is that? Because she was, she was, she did it really loud. So everyone goes, "Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm totally like in control of my drinking." So it, it bothers me that you would drink. So, so what was actually going on? I'm guessing is that you had a drink in front of you. No, I didn't have a drink. I had to drive when I got back. <laughs> you had a drink in front of you. I had a horrible gig in Soho, and I wanted a drink, but I couldn't have one. <laughs> so that's what it's oh, about. Oh, Soho. Dirty, horrible sex. Yeah. Anyway, she said that. She said that, and then she went, uh, I'm not drinking right now. Uh, small matter of a yeast infection, which likes drink a little too much. Oh, really? Really loud. Now I, I can picture your yeast infection. Well, thank you very much. Go on. This is why I live on my own. Everyone else just talks rubbish about stuff. Oh, Jesus, you are a week away from talking to your toaster. Oh, I don't like my toaster. It doesn't 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 completely hold a piece of bread. How would a manufacturer... Oh, sweet! Flip. Yeah, sweet flip a thousand times. If you're in charge of making toasters... No one's in th- charge of it. They do it because they have to. No, someone designed that toaster. Yeah, because... It, it, someone said, uh, Alan, we're, we're franchising out, we're done kettles, we're going into toasters. Yeah. Design as a toaster. He came up with a design for a toaster, and no one went, Alan, I like the design in that, but when you push it down, the toast doesn't go fully in the toaster, so the top bit of your toast is limp. And he went, Sweet. that doesn't matter, we'll make it anyway. So now I've got limp toast. Yeah, you've got limp toast, because that's what toast is like. Every toaster does that. No, it's not. If, toasters should hold like a Brian, piece of bread. You're like Brian Clough. He went mental in the in the late eighties because remember that advert in Br- the eighties. He went, "I'm Brian Clough and I like butter on both sides of me bread, but that can't <laughs> be done." And he invented a knife. Did you see him? No. Yeah, he invented a knife that had like it was like a knife, and then two bits came out, so he could <clears> scrape it like that and scrunch it together. And he went, "Butter on both sides," like that. And you're not supposed to go, "Well done, Brian." You probably sat and go, "Very good." 
Very good. <laughs> yeah, he's seen he's seen a problem and he sorted it out. Yeah, a mental problem. He's made his own knife. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Bit of gadgetry. Oh, I, uh, you're gonna be like that. My granddad did that. Uh, he's quite good at stuff like that. He invented a thing called the Grandad Five Thousand, where where he sort of mows the lawn and he's got one of those rolly things on the back that presses the uh, the grass down after you've mowed it, right? But the grass was sticking to it, so he put. Um, a broomstick on the rubby thing so that the, the, the rubby thing would go against the broomstick and sort of brush the grass off. Can you picture what I mean? No. Yeah, so he's got like a lawnmower that he's put a, a broomstick on the end right. sticking up into the air near his head so he like, looks like he's got a sword right there and he's brushing the grass off. But he went over a bump on our lawn and I was watching him out the window. Sure enough, the broomstick smacked him on the head, knocked him unconscious and he started doing circles for about a minute until we got out there. <laughs> so devices can go wrong. Gadgetry can be bad. Surprise. You've just got to design stuff that does the job. Uh, do you know what really makes me angry? The new This fits in with grammar. The new Windows Vista, <sighs> right? Yep. If you are an idiot and you can't type, yep. Windows Vista learns what your mistakes are and adapts to them so that it works out what you mean. What's the point in having a computer that's as thick as you are? The computer should be better than you, so the computer should go, I notice you've typed that, I think you'll find what you mean is this. So you go, oh, I didn't know it was that. And you learn something. Why make robots that are stupider than we are? It'd be like designing a robot in no, the future that just has an alcohol problem and lashes out. No, but that's like a polite robot, isn't it? That's a robot that's kind of going, it's all right, sir's got a problem here, I'll deal with that. Do you know what I mean? Rather than kind of going, sir, I kind of have noticed that for the fifth time you've spelled that wrong. Mm. It's just gone, I'll, 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 I'll deal with this, sir. Don't you it doesn't worry. deal with it, though. Yeah, it does, because it corrects it for you. Uh, we had some lovely uh, texts in. Uh, someone says, John, you are the guy from Peep Show. False. False. Uh, <laughs> Octavia was the name of the ostrich in Pipkins. True. Yep. Um, I'm right behind you on toasters, John. Uh, it's from Nathan. Nice. John's looked around. Comedy effect. Yeah. <laughs> Visual gag's not best for the radio. No, they're not. It's like, it's like that impressionist we got in. <laughs> um, uh I have to saw off the top of each slice so I can fit them in sideways. The problem mm. is that this isn't a big enough problem for somebody to make a lot of money by fixing it, so it just stays the way it is. Drives me mental. Does it, Nathan? Does it? Well, my friend, we have something for you. Mad Kaz, Carolyn O'Girl. Uh, it drives her insane too. Why don't they just take him so they can take normal slices of bread? Mm. And mm. then mm. the lovely mm. thing from Phil Knight sent us in a wonderful email that says, We need people like John. He knocked the hand dryer and Dyson designed the air blade, a revolution that was long coming. He's also noted the shortcomings of the toaster. I think he's confused with the man who invented the toaster, which is nice. <laughs> Thankfully, someone else has too. And apparently, there's a website, um, www.designboom.com, that has... Um, I don't know what it is. Have you found it, Adam? Well, this was in the paper, what he sent in this week. It's a thing that works like... Um... Sorry about that. I had quite a big dinner. Yeah, you did. Uh, you brought one of your guitars in this morning. I have, yes. Um... <laughs> It works. That was you me. feed that toast. Was me pressing buttons. Go on, you on. feed toast through it like a like a fax machine or something. It feeds the the. the oh, toast like they have at hotels. Yeah. Well, uh, no, it doesn't go around. It goes sort of through a hole. So it's like an O shape. We'll we'll bend it round for you, Russell. Oh, I see. And the toast comes out on the other side, but it looks like a really expensive dealy. I, I, it clearly works. But you think why not just make a toaster? That, I used. That uh, looks great, doesn't it? See, I've had a bit of a thing with toasters down the years. When I was a kid, I used to get up like quite early. I used to get really bored in the mornings, and I used to put like paper in the toaster to see if I could burn it. Mm. And so it eventually ends up with me burning loads of stuff. I used to make omelets. Did you? When I got up early, so I learnt to cook. 
See, Ruined my mum's favourite pan. How different are you and me? You're yeah. going, I should make an omelette today. It's great when people text in stuff like that to us. To two massive thank yous, because Lizzie, who, who sent in the chicken recipe for mm, last week, mm. emailed in the full recipe. And a guy called Jamie, right? Last week we were talking about the fact that I missed that stuff about Wensleydale cheese on Country File. Yeah. And he went and found it and uploaded it to YouTube so I can watch it this week. Oh, how wonderful is yeah. that? Yeah. So people are nice, so thanks for that. Yeah, people are nice. Yeah. So that's the beauty of the world. Yeah. And did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I can't get internet. Oh, I've had a right to do this week trying to get internet in my house. And we've had a grammar one about about email yeah. uh, from a doctor. <clears throat> doctor Richard. Uh, he says, what annoys me... Is he a real doctor? Uh, yes. Um, oh, possibly not. <laughs> yeah. He works for... Oh, I shouldn't say what company he works for, I suppose, but it's I'm not, guessing it relates not Dr. to... Dr. Richard McKeith, is it? Computer games. Oh, lovely. Oh, it says... Uh, it could be. I don't know. Yes. Uh, no, again. I think Start he is a doctor. Again. It's fine. We've had an email in from a doctor. Go on. Um, he says, what annoys me are commercials that change the meaning of words. For example, most broadband internet providers claim they have unlimited download capacity, yep. but then say they have a fair usage policy. Surely it's either unlimited or it isn't. I've had right, right bother <laughs> trying to get uh, broadband set up in my new Swindon luxury house pad <laughs> shag pad yeah my spatula pad yeah um and i keep having to go to the library to check my emails Goodness. and they book out the library all morning on a friday to teach old people how to use the internet so you've taken to dressing up as a very old lady <laughs> wearing a wedding dress more internet yes please well if they could see me on the inside yeah. i have the soul of a 75 year old man you do but uh, you can't get on the computers, and the old people aren't using the computers, so they're free. Hang on, are you bothering old people to move No, they're not there. So they you, don't turn up. So you can look at your porn? No, they don't even turn up. They rent out all these computers, so you can't log on to them. Are you knocking off old people? Yes. So, <laughs> are you the Swindon Flasher? <laughs> Have they found him yet? Uh, who? Oh, who he says. What, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Skipping for a meadow? Uh, I would be in my garden reading the paper. Oh, would you really? Yeah. That'd Bought some garden furniture this week. Have you? Yeah, and I was at a table and chairs. How much that set you back? 70 nicker. Do you pay that cash in hand? I'll put it on a card, mate. Slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was livid this morning, my airport parking. So dear do, dear oh, do, parking oh, at the airport, innit? Great. I, I could probably, actually, uh, you tell your version of the story and then I'll... And well, then I'll... I got to the airport and I thought it was 40 quid. Well, I, what I can also do is you can tell the story originally and then I've probably got it on my mobile phone so we can hear your message as well. Oh, OK, fair enough. Very good. Uh, yeah, it's 44.50 to park for a day at the airport and yeah. I only had 40 quid on me so I had to put that on the card. Yeah. I can't keep putting stuff on my card. You can't. Where you... will it end? you got furniture on that, mate. Well, yeah. End up with you in jail. It's horrible when you put stuff in your card because it doesn't show up for a few days and you check your balance knowing you've spent... Here we are, this is John. Greetings and mailbox settings. This could be Have awkward. you checked I don't swear or anything? Saved messages. Hello, it's me, talking <laughs> uh, to you. Um, I Why are we doing this? In the morning, I'm going to pick my car up and drive to Amazon. This is dull. It's funny. I'm going to park for 24 hours, it's going to cost me 40 quid. <laughs> anything over that's going to cost me 70 quid. 70 quid? It's just not worth it. I should have time to get Amazon and then it'll be quicker when we come out because then we can just get the Piccadilly line straight. Why are you playing this now? Stop. Hammersmith and get straight out because I want to try and be at mine for 2.30 so that we can watch the second half of Liverpool Villa um, at mine. 
so I felt like it'd be nice Dow Jones going to come down. <laughs> why, why are you doing this? Wonderful. Unbelievably bad radio. No, it's just the detail in your messages. It's fine. I wanted the nation to know what, well, what a kind friend Well, you don't pick your phone you're... up for a week, so <sighs> I had to uh, leave a long message. Lovely stuff. Well, we're talking about inventions. Now everyone knows we're going to be in the Piccadilly line. Dun, dun, dun. When you get papped. We'll probably get papped, you and me. Kiss it. <laughs> Um, now we're doing uh, we're doing am I normal aren't we? Yeah. What's your am are you I... normal playing dull phone messages oh, to thousands upon thousands of listeners? I can't believe he's second in the download chart. <laughs> uh, that's Bob Dylan there. Uh, I got messages on my phone. I just delete. Yeah, it's Elliot. I just do what I want. Text us six four zero four six or email russell dot six music at bbc dot co dot uk um, with any of the quirky little habits you feel compelled to do. Earlier, we we're just doing the impressions of Bob Dylan, who uh, is with us in the top three downloads. Thanks very much for all the people who do, do listen again. You say download, it's listen again. Yes. Yeah, I haven't got a podcast. Still haven't got a podcast. Even though uh, we've had a text in from Kate saying, when the swear word hell will you get a podcast? We've had other ones, because that that wouldn't help if we had one, like, yellow manky paper. Yeah. Kate wants it. Yeah. Right, so what's your am I normal this week? Well, I realised this week that I live off Junction 15 of the M4. Bam, bam, bam. And I also realised that's probably not a coincidence. It's probably I live there because it's a multiple of five. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what's yours? My my normal is this week. There are two things. Um, Can't believe you played that full message. Stop it! It's all I'm right. never leaving you a message now. I'm going to have to sound animated every time I leave you a message. Because you play the entire thing. Right, my am I normal? Two things. I've noticed that I've taken to hovering over toilets for fear that uh, sewer rats are going to eat my nuts. The second is that my brain is playing tricks on me again. Because um, yesterday I was on the train with uh, a friend of ours called Yarny, who's a comedian, right? And we'd sort of chatted about, yeah, yeah, he loves a chat. We were on the sort of train for about half an hour. And then from nowhere he goes, Russell, do you know what my name is? And I knew what it was. Oh, for some dear. reason, For some reason, my brain started going, Trevor, Philip, Winifred, Margaret. And, like, and I knew it was Yarny. And I've, you know that horrible thing when you're asked a name? My am normal is, for some reason, my brain suddenly goes, well, here's an opportunity to make Russell look like a fool. So you plump for a name that you know it could never be. What did you say? Derek. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you not know his name? Of course I knew his name is Yanni, mm. but my brain offered me nothing other than Derek. Mm. It's a good name, though, Derek. It's a good name, but not when you've been... You should be called Derek. Horrible. You get more work. In the middle of nowhere, though, it's that horrible thing of, do you know my name? Yeah? We don't... That's yeah. not a normal thing to ask in the middle of a conversation, either. No. I don't no. like confrontation. I've been in conversations with people who blatantly don't know your name, yeah. and you just let it go, because you, you think, well, let's not make an awkward situation of it. Yeah, let it fly, yeah. <clears throat> Very frequently when I'm with you. Mm. Just get uh, completely ignored, don't I? Like you when we're having dinner in a, in a uh, pub. What are you on about now? Is everything all right with your food? Yes, my food's fine. And your hairy friend, I'm going to ignore him and walk away last oh. week in that pub. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, No tip for you! Text us 64046 <laughs> or email russell.6music at bbc.co.uk with all your quirky little habits. A bit like this. John. All <laughs> oh, right. That's going on the list of links. Yep. Um, right, so this is from Simon. I go on. It's about toilets, so I thought you might like it. Digger down. Because you like toilets. Love them, mate. Um, every time I use a toilet at a friend's house, yeah. I've developed a habit of turning the light off before unlocking the door, so I end up scrabbling at the door like a deranged madman as I can't find either the lock or the light switch again. So he's having a poo in the dark? A, p- a poo or a wee, I think, Russell. A poo or a wee. But then he, he gets up and on his Why way out... Why is he out, doing that? He's like, he's some, that's, that's, no, no, not normal. Poo or wee? No, no, no. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Or a combination. But the fact that he's plunging himself into darkness to do it, 
No, 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 no. I think he does it in the light, but on his way out, turns the light off before he opens the door. So it's only a few seconds. How big is this toilet? Massive. Oh, fair enough. Um, (laughs) Erica. Hey, the same name as your wife. Yeah, one of them, not anymore. Talking of which. Trouble um, times. It was just a leap out of uh, I'm a normal for a second. There was a story the other day, apparently, more men than women take teddy bears to bed when sleeping alone, according to a new study. Do you know this? 20% of men admitted to cuddling a teddy compared to 15% of women. Mm. That puts you in there, doesn't it? I don't take a teddy to bed. Flipping hell, what are you on about? You've got a parade of them. Yeah, they're in a bin bag in the garage. Yeah, but when you get them out, it's like a great big teddy gangbang. <laughs> Is it not at our old house? Well, I remember sort of 4.45 when we used to break into your room just to have a look. Yeah. Try to set up like an office to wind you up. And you're like, oh, you buggers. No, but they look like they've been cuddled and manipulated and played with. Winnie the Pooh I sometimes take to bed. Yeah, he's got cigarette, he he's got cigarette burns on his eyes. Uh, I don't smoke. I know, that's what makes it even creepier. The fact that you're doing unspeakable stuff to him and then you're burning cigarettes on his face. Uh. But this is the interesting stuff, right? Because how horrible is this? Um, There's a study being done by uh, Travel Lodge, which is piloting, this talks about the inventions, a thing called a cuddlillo, right? Which is a two-foot, six-inch long pillow with two arms that can cuddle around you. Nice. I think that's horrible. Because Mm. we're in that catchment. We're going to check into a hotel on our own, late, a little bit bleary-eyed, and they're going to see you and me, not together, obviously, otherwise we wouldn't need one, but they're going to go, there you go, sir, there's a cuddlillo. We're going to have to cuddle, you know, pillows. We're going to have to cuddle pillows. Well, what's now you live in a world where you're being forced to cuddle a pillow with that, arms. I think what, that's a nice idea. Do you think? Yeah. Some interesting stuff. Do you know, 8% of women said they spray their pillow or nightclothes with their partner's aftershave when they're away. That's quite nice. Health and safety, that'll get in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, I was thinking, oh, that's lovely, put a bit of Darren's scent on. There's you. Oh, you'll go up in flames. <laughs> well, oh, I tell you that's what. another, that's another one. You Good one, a, yeah. You have a cigarette. <laughs> Good one, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you have a cheeky fag, you're going up. <laughs> oh, dear, you're being right trouble. Oh, he'll not love you then. <laughs> uh, only 3% of men resorted to using their partner's perfume. This is really interesting. Do you know this? Nearly three in five people felt lonely sleeping without their partner. 16% found it difficult to get to sleep. 9% felt scared. <laughs> our, flat, our old flatmate John was he's really scared of the dark is he? yeah really I wish I'd known that I used to, all last year all I did was turn all the lights off and jump out on him he really screams oh lovely it's um I, I find it fascinating people getting lonely in bed because when you're a kid you yeah. never learn as much as you do when you're a kid yeah. everything you're learning about love you're learning mm. to count <laughs> <laughs> had a bit of a spillage there haven't you on your special pink t-shirt yes John you're learning you know you're learning everything about emotion and the world and you do it all in bed on your own. Yes. And and you you don't do think, it all. You do some bit at school. Oh yeah, you learn it, but then your your quiet time is in bed on your own, and it never occurs oh to you that you'd be God, anything other you, than on your own in bed. But then, know, as soon as you get to like seventeen, if you're on your own in bed, it's because you're a loser and no one fancies you. That's a fair point. It's weird, isn't it? It is interesting. I mm. went for a very odd stage because I don't really get lonely in bed because um, I have Simon Charmer to keep me company. Um, yeah. The DVDs. You're gonna have to let him out, mate. He's got DVDs to record. He's a right regular. Um, <laughs> But I tell you what, it did make me think. I, me and my brother had a really weird stage when, pretty much when I was 21 and he was 18, we slept together for about a year. Like, we used to watch DVDs, and then it was this really weird moment. But it was like in a big double bed and that. And it was kind of all totally harmless, but we suddenly went, this is a bit weird, isn't it? But we both realised that we were kind of a little bit lonely 
and a bit freaked out. And I think it's because he's got epilepsy and he didn't want to sleep on his own. So it's this really odd moment. But then, you know, I've got a girlfriend, I had to turf him out. So you've never had that relationship with a younger or an older brother, have you? Oh, I haven't got one. But if you had one, do you reckon you'd sleep with him? No. <laughs> you had to do it. You had to crush that. You couldn't have gone, yeah, that's fine. That's normal. Yeah, but I don't believe that. You know me, man. <laughs> oh my god what happened then I know you man I thought I knew you until you said that, you know. uh, do you want a doobie uh, sweet Jesus I can't believe I just said go that go on what, what was your point going to be man I don't even think I had one. Oh, shoot fella shoot fella what is it oh it's tickled me yeah um I'm a man of my word. That's what I meant to say. I meant to say, you know me, Russell. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> and you but, said, uh, it came out, you know me, man. <laughs> nice. John uh, said that somebody <laughs> had tried to pull him into a sex shop. Sex show in Soho. I was trying to walk to the gig in Soho. Whoa. And they physically grab you now and tell you that there's breasts inside it's there. It's incredible, isn't it? You could just imagine John... <laughs> 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 Who is trying to pull you? Who's seeing you? Seeing, look at that man with his complicated, heavy eyes, strolling through Soho. What he needs is some titties. And yeah. No! Think of the bacteria on their hands as well. Exactly. You have to have a shower and you can't. It's, oh, what a filthy place Soho is. She's like that, pulling off her panties. This yeah. is off the back. She's of sh- pulling off her panties and bra and begins to dance. Health and safety! <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that aqua de geo I can smell? Oh, Health and safety. You'll slip and fall. You'll slip and fall. <laughs> yeah. Heels on a podium. Oh, daft, daft, daft. Put these hush puppies on. Don't worry, I got them at a gig. I'm doing very well. <laughs> oh, he never forgets. No, I don't. Text. That's off the back of Charlotte who uh, texts in to say, Sorry to correct you. I assume this What's is going on? Talk. Right, yeah. Sorry to correct you, John. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Microsoft it's have Chris had... Chris uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Microsoft had that typing correction feature since Word 97. It's not that, Charlotte. I know about that. About it's that. another thing. And she says Soho is a lovely place. It's not. It's horrible. It stinks. It's pretty manky. Rank, horrible, festering dirt. When I go down escalators, <laughs> I get really nervous. This is from Ella Akuri. Uh, she says, as I get on them and I have to almost jump just in case I get one foot on the floor and the other one going down the escalator. With you there. Uh, hi, here's my Am I Normal from Richard Hickson. If I drive over a cigarette, cigarette that's just been discarded, I brace myself for an explosion because I think it's going to ignite my fuel tank. That's a fair point. Everyone's like that. that. That's horrible, isn't it? Everyone's been there. When it just flickers out, you go, oh, God. Oh. It looks really cool when you're driving at night and someone flicks yeah, a cigarette does. out the window yeah. and all the sparks come off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do really get terrified. Cool. Great show, Richard in Bradfordshire. I think I've, met, I think I've high-fived him. Bradfordshire? Bradfordshire. Yeah, I, that sounds nice. I, uh, I live there for a bit. Just on the earth's crust. Nice. Thanks. Let's see what nice. you've done there. Uh, he wants to get himself a yeast infection. Goodness. Well, dirty woman on the train. Dirty woman now. <laughs> She's a dirty woman. I've been spotted. Have I've never you? been spotted before. I've seen you. Well, you've seen me, yeah. yeah. John, I'm sure I saw you at Full Mooners at the old fruit market oh, last I, night. I, why have you given her that voice and you've given Charlotte, who disagreed with you? Because uh, I like Claire and yeah. Charlotte is a pedant so and you... I can't abide pedantry. No, you can't, exactly. <laughs> you don't want your underlings learning from you. Yeah. Go on. What? I was there. I wasn't even on, though. Spotted at Full Mooners. Mm. They're wonderful. You should go down. It's every Thursday at the Comedy Store. Very good. Although John hated it. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. oh. It was the Glasgow one. I was too tired. I didn't really get it. <laughs> oh, that's it was great. going on very late. Yeah, it does. It starts at 12. It's ace, though. Mm. Full Mooners! Um, it's very good. Um, now, we're doing Am I Normal? There's a really good one uh, in the news, right? Fussy Eater, Martin Sad. Great name. Um has only ever eaten packet food for the last 30 years because he's petrified of catching germs off fresh grub. Fresh grub. 
This is your brother, I think, John. He buys pre-wrapped ready meals and sweets, but he won't touch fruit or veg, and he refuses to eat out with his friends in case they sneeze on his plate. Wow. Fruit's wrapped. Bananas are wrapped. Yep. In peel. Well, maybe you can sort them out. Oh, I got really angry at the story in the paper this week about... Um, really? It went, oh, Britons throw away a third of their food. Bum, bum, bum. And then when you read it, actually, they count, like, tea bags and stuff. And a th- a half of what we throw away is inedible, so actually it's a sixth. You don't eat a tea bag. Really tired of newspaper stories just winding people up, just going, oh, God, everything's broken, and you read it, and you go, actually, it's not. Cyclical, though, isn't it? Hmm? Always the same. That's the same if you read the news, always the same. We were commenting on this the other week when we were discussing Trident late night, weren't we? Yeah, well, we do do these things. We do. That's for our other show. Yeah. <laughs> we write news night. We do. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, we do. It's really good. Mm. I design uh, his ties as yeah. well on Newsnight. Yeah, you do. Like I write his political opinions, yeah. Paxmo, and oh. you like other bits where Paxman looks at the camera and goes, tell you what, I do love Rice Krispies. That's you me. write those bits, don't you? That is me, yeah, I do that. <laughs> Come on, did you order me a box of Rice Krispies? <laughs> that would be great. If you, if it's a bit like that bloke off of Anchorman, if he just reads what's put in front of him. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Oh, what would you get Paxman to say? Um, that would be fantastic. I don't know. Are you pulling my turkey? Stop pulling my turkey. Go on then, what are the Am I Normals? Am I Normals? Before, I oh, will do Erica's, because I went to read it before. Let's do Erica, yeah. Interrupted. <clears throat> uh, before I go to bed, I must decide what I'm going to wear the next day. Are you, um, before we do this, are you going to... Uh... That's twice you've interrupted <laughs> Erica now, and I can't help but feel she's had enough of it. Listen, Erica, um, I'm sorry about this. John, do you want to tell the listeners, because we've got some first-time listeners today, the relationship you have with the word Erica? I used to be in love with Erica Eleniak, who played Shawnee in Baywatch. How did this love manifest itself? I put posters of her on my bedroom ceiling. But no further, surely. Do you want me to say I used to kiss my pillow and pretend it was Erica Eleniak? A little bit. But um, (laughs) you didn't do this all the time, did you? Because when you were six, you had important things such as... The business. The business. What business would that be, John? The post office. Which which ran where? Under my bed. Carry on with the email. (laughs) Oh, I can't believe I lost that. How did I lose that? You 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 eat mud. You still (laughs) eat mud. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You've enriched the nation. <laughs> I eat mud. That's um, a fantastic insult, that. Oh, again, we should give that to Paxman. If he loses an argument, <laughs> well, you eat mud! Yeah. You eat mud! Dirt mouth. Exactly. Muddy um, dirt mouth, mud eater. Eddie, Ed, Eddie, oh, Erica. Erica. Oh, you had a thing for Eddie Large. <laughs> Sicko! Yeah. Um, oh, God, a horrible little and large joke came in my head then, but I just I let it go. Before she goes to bed, Erica, she decides what she's going to wear the next day and she puts the clothes on her chair. Often, she says, it gets tricky because if the weather changes overnight or if, I'm, if she's in a bed she didn't expect, she can't go back on her clothes decision. Oh, that's madness. Mm. That's the world we live in, mate. That's what if you find yourself in monsoon season and uh, you've settled upon a bikini and it's very wet outside. Yeah, exactly. Like and I think monsoon season is hitting Torquay this week. <laughs> is that where it's from? So you better watch out. Yeah, well, you've won that. That's how it works. Yeah, boom. A lot of sleep ones. Uh, Hannah says, before I go to sleep, I have to flip all four of my pillows over three times because from somewhere I've got the strange idea that they need to be aired. This has to be done, even if I'm half asleep and can barely move. Nice. That sounds like it's going to be a skit from uh, Saw 4. Oh, I'm not watching it. Oh, we'll, I'm going to put that on tonight at the dinner party do and that. make you do a wee in your pants. Well, I'll, I'll shave your back. <laughs> <laughs> right, well. Yeah. That, you, that'll learn me. Yeah, that's my comeback. Yeah. I eat mud, I'll shave your back. Yeah. Wolf. I haven't got a really You've been raising back. kids? <laughs> no. If I did, though, 
God. Yeah, flipping hell. They are going to suffer. Oh, I, I, I hope I am all right with my kids. You'll be fine. I really do worry that if I have kids and they're rubbish at stuff, I'll be very intolerant of that. You will be. Mm. You'll start calling them Russell. Mm. Oh, but my name's Jane. Alice. Who the... Um, she says, whenever I walk up or downstairs, I have to count them and get very annoyed if there isn't an even number of steps. Oh, backward. Next. <laughs> um, I frequently email radio stations with nothing to say. Am I normal? Hey, lovely. So that's a joke, and that's from Stu in New York. Oh, really? He's probably going to listen to the show and then go over to the Central Park yeah, exactly. and Rollerblade and exactly. then you guys, invade a country. These <laughs> guys want to go play stickball. Just got to email the uh, Russell Howard Town Richardson show. There we go. I'm from New York. Oh, I was nearly there on that, and then yeah. I fucked up when I had to say John Richardson. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard name, isn't it? It's John, a horrible name. John, John, John yeah. Richardson. Yeah, you are riffing. Hey, have you seen that John Richardson when he wears his uh, his wedding dress? My God, he loves them, doesn't he? Huh? 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 Oh my God! Yeast infection. He's a Scott Vapuro. Yeah, I did. Um, when reading at night, uh, go on. I have to stop on a page with a six in the page number. If the page number contains like sixty-four, I can go to sleep content. That's madness. That's from Rosie, who says I saw Russell in Telford and lent him my pen, and as yet I have not received it back, and I'm very disappointed. Keep then. That pen is off to a better life. Yeah, yeah is I'm, it a good pen? Is it? I've lost it, mate. Oh. Um, uh, it's interesting. She can stop at six because I'm reading the Time Traveller's Wife at the minute, which is a phenomenal read, um, and it's a real page turner. There's no way you could. How could you do that if you kind of go, well, I'll stop it there? But surely, if the book is good enough and it's enticing you in, how can your OCD make yourself go? No, nope, that's enough. Well, you've got to stop at some point, though, haven't you? You've got to stop when your brain can take no more. I can only stop at the end of a chapter. Can you actually do that, though? What? You can't think, oh, I need to start it again, and then you think, oh, I'm too tired, I'll just, I'll stop now. No, you can't just stop in the middle of a page. What if you forget and read a word twice? Ooh, what would you do? Just read it. I was furious this week. I go on! (laughs) (laughs) Little surprise, everyone. I was was chilled out all week, and then all of a sudden I got livid. When were you last happy? What made you angry when were you last happy? Uh, I was last happy. I think I've been happy fairly recently. Within the last month, okay. I've been happy. I'm happy in my house. I'm happy yeah. in my new house. Right. And what? what I watched Fantastic Four the other night. Rubbish film, but I didn't mind because it's, it's Sky Plus. It. It's got your wife in it, isn't it? Yeah. She's not very good in it though. No, she's a... rubbish film. Mm. Mm. Now, what what annoyed you this week? I read the top ten books that people haven't finished. Yes, I saw that. And the sake. Alchemist was in it. I couldn't believe it. The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho, which is about two hundred pages yeah, on, yeah. and it's an incredible book. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Well. I'll be honest, it's... So you really sold it to me, and I, I went through it. Yeah, time. well, I was short on money at the time. Lovely. And I, uh, hey, get this! Uh, who are you? I dream one day of being funny. I should take you under my wing, young Padawan. Uh. Um, and, uh, but I, I remember reading it, thinking... It's the awkward thing, when somebody that you admire has told you to like a book, you really try and like it, and I was like, oh, I don't really get it. And then I read it a couple of years later and thought, oh, no, it is actually quite good. Mm. But it's it's you've got to read it at the right time. All Coelho's books, you've got to read them at a certain time yeah. of life for them to mean anything to you. Otherwise, they're just... They are a little bit artsy-fartsy. What was the other one? It was the one about Vernon Godlittle, which is a brilliant book as well. It's right, I've not um, read that. People hadn't finished that. and um, Beckham's autobiography, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but there were a lot of sporting biographies that yeah. haven't been done. But uh, there was a really interesting yesterday about the top ten footballers' books as well. Uh, uh, Arian Dejou, uh from uh, Portsmouth, what's his favourite? Go on. The Gruffalo. <laughs> that's pretty fun. A no-nonsense defender, he likes that. Uh, oh, someone put down, like, when the gorilla came to tea or something, yeah, didn't they? I, I think that's Jermaine Pennant or something like right. that. No, no, it isn't. That's Wayne Bridge. 
Right. Um, but Jermaine Pennant had quite a foot. Uh, Jens Lehmann had the uh, the Kite Runner, which is quite a, quite a famous book, I think. Right. Um, but it's just interesting to see what they go up to. Because there was, I remember, it's that depressing thing a few years ago, I remember saying to my friend John Oliver, who's now on The Daily Show, and it's very funny, um, uh, oh, I've, I've read this new book, it's really good. Right. And this was a few years ago, and he's like, what is it? And he goes, oh, it's called The Da Vinci Code, it's really, it's a real place. <laughs> and I was kind of into it. And um, and I really enjoyed it before it got really kind of you know everyone went oh my god Da Vinci Code and, kind of going, and you feel like an absolute oaf for kind of going <clears> yeah I quite enjoyed it. it was read it on holiday I did it in about two days it was all right and uh, John went like two days after I said that I went you know that book you quite enjoyed I went yeah yeah and he showed me and there was an article in the uh, in the paper the Chelsea football team had set up a book club and they were all reading the Da Vinci Code and Frank Lampard was there reading it and he go. Hmm, yeah, well, and it's just so awkward when you think, I'm reading the same stuff as Frank Lampard. Yeah. How awkward's that? So what was the thing that made you unhappy then? That was just... That it. was it, The Alchemist. But right. then, uh, thinking about it, it's more, you know, I think The Alchemist is the sort of book you buy for other people, and that, therefore, is probably why. I think a lot of people buy The Alchemist for people, because when you read it, if it makes you feel something, you want other people to feel that. That's so you buy it for them. And, like, autobiographies are up there because you get them for Christmas and stuff. You're never really into them. Frank Skinner's autobiography, possibly one of the best. Fantastic. Yeah. Well worth the read. Do you Good know when book. I was last happy? Uh, go on. You got into Lyft this morning. Oh, don't. <laughs> Just don't bother. Uh, we've had a bit of a slam here from Cy in Bristol. Chucking your fag butt is the opposite of cool, only worsened <laughs> by the filthy somethings who dump their ashtrays in the gutter. Standards, boys, standards. Other than that, enjoying the show. Sorry, in Bristol. Sorry. Sorry. Can't so, work out. So, so. Every email that comes in from Bristol now, I'm dubious of. Because okay. I'm a nasty man. The na- there was a nasty man who called me a sausage. Did he? He was from Bristol. Was he? Really? Yeah. Why don't we go out looking for him? He comes to Jester's. Does he really? Mm. Maybe we'll have a show down there. I'm there this week. Oh, listen to you, yeah. <laughs> He's got spotted. Um, hi, Ross. I'm totally obsessed with anything to do with the number 24, Colin in Dumfries. All right. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Only 17 in this text. If he was totally obsessed, he would have sent in 24. Yeah. Slam Colin in Dumfries. A good job there wasn't, because I think you counted up to 17 and then you got stuck. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> someone get this mud out of my face, please. Uh, this is from Matt in Stoke Newington. I like to read newspapers from back to front. I would like to do this with books, but I've not. F- but I've found the technique non-transferable. Japanese books. Slam. Next. Why not use the so it exactly wallop? Why Thank not, you. Why not just use the grill? That's from Clackers. Um, oh, I can't be doing with that. I ain't got time. You can't be doing the grill. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Got time for that. Oh, this is something. See, we've got very London centric because we do this show from uh, from London. It says a nice day. This is from uh, uh, Jenny, not Vicky, the teacher in York. Three kisses. You can have that, Neil. <laughs> Take that home, Adam. Adam's had loads, but you can have that. Right. Where, where do you want it? Where do you want the kiss? Um, left cheek. You've got it. Um, uh, cheers, fat Jenny. A nice day, she says. It snowed Did here. Did you say cheers, fat Jenny? No, I didn't. Cheers for that, Jenny. <laughs> don't you dare. Right. We're in the lift. And <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he says you can't. You listen, yeah. right? It says, a, a nice day. It snowed here earlier, now it's raining. And I'm marking. No etceteras, though. Jenny. So it's not, it's not all... She's marking. Does that yeah. mean she's got eczema or she's a teacher? Well, we were in the lift earlier. This no, is for you, Jenny. Um, uh, have you got any more... It is, it is snowing elsewhere. It is, John. Well done. <laughs> and Just now... call the, me Michael Fish. And now the vague weather. Yeah, it's probably awful out there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've got my belt on. Look, I like my belt. <laughs> 
What's your Ammo Normals? Yeah, I've got my belt Yeah, on. I know. It keeps shining. It's horrible because the sun's glinting through. It looks like you're trying to catch my attention. Sorry, I'll take it off. With your, <laughs> nice, with your Ben Sherman belt. For, for a left-field scuzzer, you don't half dress like a, you know, anyways. A left-field scuzzer? That's what you have yourself down as. Come on. That's what you have me down as. Uh, Hi, you. John and Russell. Hi. No H and John, thanks. Uh, Thanks, every day I get the bus to college, and on the way I always have to make an origami crane out of the bus ticket. Same here! You can't make origami cranes. You eat your bus ticket, and you know you do. You eat it as it comes out. Like that scene in Lady and the Tramp, when the two dogs are eating the spaghetti. Yeah. You eat your bus ticket out of the machine as it comes out. We're in the lift, and <laughs> John says to me... Every day I get the bus to college, and on the way I have to make an origami crane. If I finish the crane before reaching my destination, I make up scenarios in my head about people finding my little cranes. One of these is that the bus driver is creating an art installation out of, of a really big crane made up of my little cranes, which I find and then become famous. Wow. That's, that's a whole realm of am I normal. Oh, I like that. Uh, we just had a text here. It's fairly weird. Hi, John. Sarah B here. Should I bring a towel for James and I to your house? Bow now. Uh, I've got towels. They're, are they staying over? I think so, yeah. Gang bang! <laughs> We're just going to have some wine. Gang bang! <laughs> You're going to be there. Oh, I'm not involved in a gangbang, am I? <laughs> Inadvertently. I won't, I won't need this mud. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Uh, hey, Russell, I thought I was normal. I thought all these quirky compulsions were things that happened to other people. Bloody <gasps> hell. I realised on the way you work that I'm afflicted too. What's I decided got? to give Christine a Bristol accent. Uh, I feel obliged to stare at people who are on their mobile phone when they're driving and say, they're on their swear word mobile phone, enunciated very precisely to compensate for their lack of ability to hear me. Ultimately, it might not be a good idea to distract them even further. This is the debate I'm in at the yep, moment. Yep, I want yep. to blast my horn yep. when I see people... <laughs> people on their mobile phones but then if they swerve and have a crash yeah uh, is it my fault for distracting them or is it them for driving on their mobile phone it's no one's fault at all what we need to do is we need to modify your horn so that it uh, <laughs> so it tells people what they're doing wrong right so i'm gonna set, need a lot of horns we are we're gonna set one for uh, oh yeah. <laughs> you, see it, you see someone you quite like <laughs> off the phone dickhead that's another one um and then i'm gonna go Lovely day, everybody. Yeah. That's just, just a, I need a generic one for society. Wow, society. <laughs> You're getting on my tits. <laughs> I can be that one. Right. Well, we'll have these made up. Mine will be. Uh-uh. Oh, look at this. I'm driving. Yeah. Oh. Look out. Here I come. I shall probably crash into you in a minute. I shouldn't mind. I'm looking at the floor for some reason. That's I'm just bored. That's my first one. My second one is... Ha! Lonely, aren't I? Oh, that was. there was no need for that. I have a good time. <laughs> You're happy as Larry at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm I can enjoying tell the because we don't speak. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he hasn't got me in a week. <laughs> in case you're wondering, John Richardson, I got spotted at Glasgow. I, I, I... <laughs> when I get a salad from a supermarket and get those collapsible plastic forks, I never use them. I just nick the supermarket's metal forks from their cafes. But I keep the plastic fork because I feel it would be a waste to throw it away and also for a later date might come in useful. But it never does. Thieving bitch. I also <laughs> keep... Oh, dear. I also keep run-down batteries just to be sure there's not a little bit of charge left in one, and I always plan to sit down one day and go through them all systematically to check them. Oh, I do that. I've good. got a drawer in my office full of old batteries and elastic bands. Have you? I've never, I don't think I've ever used an elastic band. I've got, I have actually ping... for sorting my pens out. 
in my pen drawer. <laughs> I've you got them all s- in categories and they're oh, held together by elastic bands. I thought you were going to say to ping it at somebody, an intruder, but no, it's the Rafa only fans. No, That's- intruders are getting the feel of my cough. Right. <laughs> uh, is that what you're calling it now? Good luck getting in, though. Double glazed UPVC. <laughs> Uh, we had a lovely uh, text in here, that email actually from Dave Rowe. Uh, Why, Dave? Why, Dave? It goes, uh, but it's just on the subject of best book I've ever read. Which, oh, yeah. yeah. Which, there's no uh, no better thing to text in. It's The Ginger Man by J.P. Don, Don Levy. Uh, it's an uproarious, rip snorting Gaelic romp reminiscent of Whittle and I, a proper story in it, he says, which is lovely because he's always put a, a proper story in it because he's got a little bit freaked out that he might be appearing too intellectual. But you don't need to do that, mate. Not with us. We're proper intellectuals and that, know what I mean? I didn't um, go for with Nail and I. Um, and the rest of the email goes, say hello to my ma. She's an Egypt. Hello, Dave's mum. How you doing? She's an Egypt. She's an Egypt, John. She's in Egypt. Yeah. All right. Which, the country, I don't mean she's like, you know, a full-on lesbian having an affair with some lady called Egypt. As <laughs> you're making out. <laughs> Sicko. It's his mum, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I never touched her. Uh, belter feedback. Oh yeah, we've had one as well actually from uh, Emma Wilkinson. John's belter is a little strange this week, but I did like it. Smiley kiss, love, not luv. Emma Wilkinson, one, two, three, four, five, six kisses. I'll take, uh, I'll take one. We'll all take one, and then John, you can have two because she calls you uh, the lovely John and does a little smiley face. There's one left. That's only five. I keep one for next week. Yeah, yeah. You never know when they're going to dry up. Yeah, yeah. Put them in your back pocket. We've got one from Angela and Tony though. Oh, they've sent us a kiss. Have they? So technically, that counts as two, or they're kissing us at the same time. Gang bang! Bring them to to the meal. Um, I bet that would really put it off if you were if you were kind of mid orgy and you just got excited and yelled out, "Gang bang!" That everyone get get out. You're not taking this seriously. Yeah. Is that? That's probably what happened. Have you got Jaffa cakes? Oh, come on, lighten up, everyone. Yeah. Go on, carry on. I'm doing a font. Don't you don't you sully my fondue by talking this 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 filth talk at dinner. <laughs> I've got lovely red wine and everything this Have week. you? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get sozzled. Angela and Turney. Yeah. They thought the belter was fantastic. It was. Thanks for the joy. Pleasure. No, not not a problem. We might even get a proclaimers album, you know. Oh look at that. Yeah. You're selling proclaimers. Yeah, so I want a cut of that. You Boys, that? if you're listening. Yeah. Hey, we'll send you fifty P How far would you be willing to walk for that cut? Uh, 499 miles. Wallop. Um, <clears throat> good choice of song, John. The Proclaimers don't get enough radio play. Flat. Let John choose more music, says Amy. Well, <laughs> that's a fair point, Amy, but yeah. it will end up with Akuna Matana 59 times. Oh, I'm not really into that. Really? Nah, that's boring, isn't it? <sighs> Means no troubles, blah, blah, blah. Living in a dream world, Warthog. You are, it's nice to, <laughs> so that comes up, a lovely image of you shouting at a Warthog there, a cartoon Warthog. Mm. Nonsense! Nonsense. There's a reason why he bloody died, right? He needed to learn how to become a king. Yeah. Right? Don't we all? Yeah, we do. Uh, right, am I normals? Nope. Donna in Crewkern. I used to play rugby against Crewkern. Very violent. Uh, I hate to make my bed, she says. Same here, love. But can't get into an unmade bed. So I end up making the bed just seconds before I then get into it. Oh, that's mental. That's that is a bit weird, that, isn't it? genuinely touched. I love making my bed. Yeah, you do. You get up in the morning and then you look at it and it's all finished. I know. You videoed yourself doing it and watched yeah, it, it over and over, put, didn't you? Yeah, I put it on YouTube oh, in a little pinafore. Oh, that would be great. We should do some stuff like that. John about the house on YouTube. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Today, stains. <laughs> We're going to Russell's room. I've got two stains on my bed. Do you know what they are? 
Earl Grey tea and Sheridan's liqueur. That's how rock and roll I am. Yeah. Living the dream. Any other stains? Uh, no, just the two. Anything you've hidden underneath your bed? No. No? No. no. Well, I've got a futon mattress and uh, some old university documents and <laughs> a lot of VHS that I just have no use for anymore. I've bought a DVD recorder to get them all on DVD. I can't work the RD thing. Uh, Donna in Crew Kern says, she also says she has to buy two copies of each book, one to read and one to keep in mint condition. Oh, that's a great idea. I like the idea of that. Yeah, and then you've I, got two you can lose. Yeah, although I found mine today. How cool was you that? You did. I was right after I saw uh, 1984 by uh, George Orwell. I went, that's mine. Yeah. Put me back, have that for later. Uh, wow. Listen to this. Put the mockers on Harvey, you wicked beast with two backs. Yeah, he didn't have a good one there because oh. of you. And Oasis are a bag of something or other. Enjoy the swingers fondue. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's an angry, angry hey, man, woman. Talking of which, are you making the chicken and chickpea dish tonight? I made it this week and it got a big thumbs up from everyone. That's from Jenny, two kisses. Sorry, nice. N- sorry, Neil. Um, <laughs> are you having both of them, are you? Yeah. No, I'm not having both. You've right. got one in your pocket. Me and Adam are sharing that. Oh. Um, oh, we've got a lot here. Hang on. I go on. One, two, three, five. I can't even count them there, too. There's about, there's about 12, though. Flipping hell. You can have all of them, Neil. Yeah, there you go. Knock yourself out. Yeah, you want to be careful. Don't have them all at once. Health and safety. what will happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, brilliant song, you know. Cracking. What Thanks. was that email we had in? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's from Claire in Birmingham. Uh, <laughs> you going to do her voice? <laughs> I was ever so happy this week to download the Russell Does John sound bites from Six Music Mobile. Go on. Uh, accordingly set my... T- I got bored of it. Yeah, it's, fine. it's depressing, isn't it, being from Birmingham? Hey, come on. Don't be like I that. I love Birmingham. It's a great... What you could, it's depressing, isn't it, being from Birmingham? Well, I did I a joke, Birmingham. and then I thought I'd better justify that I actually do really like Birmingham. Yeah. I nearly moved there. I was just a little bit too far away. Yeah, Swindon. <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle of everything. You went to Swindon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're coming to Swindon this afternoon, so yeah. you better watch out. Yeah, you better say nice things. I'm telling you now, even if you don't like it, <laughs> you better say nice things. Well, you know me, John, well enough to know that when I arrive at your house, I will act up. Yeah. Well, don't get mess on me carpets. I will. I will put my mess everywhere. <laughs> Claire says she downloaded uh, the noises we put up last week. Oh, yeah, we've got some of them here. It's have we? Way of checking, you can go on, carry on with the email. Uh, we put noises up that you can download and have as your text message noise and stuff on your phone. Yeah. Um, and uh, Claire says she set the people need to die as her text message received yeah. uh, function. Which I think goes... Don't worry, I'm doing all right for myself. <laughs> that one. That, I might be that one there. <laughs> this is great radio. Da, da, da. Can we get it? Don't worry. I'm doing all right for myself. <laughs> I'm not that skilled. Uh, Don't talk to me about anything other than food. Not that one. Maybe that one. Oh, God, here we go. It's all right, John. Stay with me. People need to die. That's the one. Right, read it again. Slick. So, so, t- so... Claire but- Spencer has died of old age. Oh, but no. Before she died, she sent this email. Don't uh, talk to me. Oh, wrong any- one. God. She, she put the... Um, People need to die. Have you got it? Yes, I have. Right. She put that as her text message tone. Yep. Uh, so that when she gets a text message, that comes out. Which is quite she, nice, quite funny. Oh, I've got a text, look. People need to die. Oh, that's from a friend. Yeah. Unfortunately, she says, you can't really control the onset of popularity. And just as the fire alarm went off in my building and we all trundled down the stairs, my pocket announced that people need to die to the entire alarm stairwell. People need to die. <laughs> she screams as they're running away from a fire. I thought, is someone eating tuna fish? John, carry on with the email. I can smell tuna John, fish. John, eyes down. Uh, she says, I thought about explaining myself, but opted instead for the much easier polite confusion. Just thought you'd like to know, and I hope similar chaos has been felt throughout the land. Lovely. You'll be able to download... I think you can still get those noises. 
You can, you can get them here. People need to die. Don't there. talk to me about <laughs> anything other than food. Don't worry, I'm doing all right for myself, cash it out. Those are all impressions I've We'll put all your noises on, because you're going away, aren't you? I am, I'm off to... abandoning. A... I'm not abandoning, I'll be back, don't worry. I'm going to Australia for two months, um, and uh, I'm going to be sort of doing bits and pieces from Australia. Down the down the wire, isn't it? Yeah, travel blog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, that's what I'll be doing. John will be holding... He'll get forms. bored of that, so check out the first few, and then... Uh, <laughs> No, you just make something up. And then I'll be off. I'm going to Melbourne. How cool is that? Next week? Yeah. It's the last one? Yeah. It'll be such fun, though. You can help me pack my bag. Do you fancy that? No. Okay. Right, let's have... Uh, Snorkels. Mud. <laughs> Will they have mud in Australia? Not the mud I like. Not the mud I like. I like tasty mud. Yeah, that's right, because I need my mud. That's the thing. Right. Once you've got used to eating mud, you need your own. Right, this is a song. How funny is it? It's called I Am John by a band called Lonely Deer. Now, I don't know how it starts, but... I would be so delighted if it opens with... Yeah, I woke up in my garden in Swindon, surrounded by the furniture I bought on my credit card. I read this week that Swindon, the name Swindon comes from Den of Swine, which means a pig pit. Oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> nice. Um, as my nan... That's a, a phrase my nan always says, um, like, every Christmas, rapidly. Um, she says that me and my brother are mucky pups. And then she says, you're worse than pigs. And then she sort of corrects herself and goes, no, 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 actually. Pigs is cleaner than you lot. Pigs is cleaner has now become her catchphrase. We've had a lovely text here from somebody saying, hey, loving the show as always. I was wondering, Russell, if John has a MySpace page, as I'm sure that many people would like to be his friend in an attempt to raise his profile. Um, he doesn't need raising. Cat's doing all right, isn't he? Uh, but there is a, there's a link on the Six Music page, and it's, what is it? Uh, myspace.com forward slash John Richardson Comedy. Sweet, there you go. I got invited to join the John Richardson Appreciation Society this week, which I think might be the most arrogant thing I've ever done. Did you say yes? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we doing? Are um, you looking at me or am I looking at you? I can, I've got a funny news story that's about drunk people. Have you? Let's hear a funny news story. A German man has been arrested. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> people need to die. Whoa, John, I'm just telling stories. Um... So uh, there's a, a German man <laughs> has been arrested after he climbed... That's what we're going to do in Australia, isn't it? Um, when I go to Oz, John's manning the fort. Uh, the show, uh, as John pointed out to me just between songs... You made it sound like the bloody show's ended, you prick! Um, I, I said, said exactly that. I said, whoa there. He went, you're not getting any food later at the dinner party. And I said, oh, You've asked for double food, haven't you, greedy sh- bum? Don't tell them, they might be listening, mate. Right. We've already got a veggie coming around, and you ain't happy about it, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> it's not act like we're delighted. She's bringing a towel. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't need to tell. I've got some in my airing cupboard. <laughs> or as you call it, the sitting room. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so yeah. Do your funny news story. Right, a German man has been arrested after he climbed into an emergency post box for unwanted babies whilst drunk. Heinrich Muller, 28, slid down the chute and ended up in an emergency incubator, triggering alarms amongst medical staff. But instead of having... Another unwanted newborn baby, they found Muller smoking a cigarette. He then fell asleep as staff worked out how to get him out of the incubator at the hospital in Dortmund. Now, the reason I like this story is I'd love... There should be shoots for adults when you find yourself in a pickle. That's what I read from this story. Like, ten times max in your life when you find yourself... You're in a, you've had a right... You know, you're in trouble, essentially. There should be a shoot that goes, right, just come in here and we'll sort you out. You land... And then you've got nine more, and you get looked after by like a sort of you know man or a woman. Yeah. Say that right. Back to the wolf girl. <laughs> she's, she's in trouble, and she's like, oh, is she? Yeah, she's in real trouble. Oh no. She's like, oh, I've missed the train. I'll just. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how annoying! And then she nips in the shoot. I'd like a shoot. 
Yeah. Ten times. I think that's a fair system. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself in that position where you've needed to leap into a shoot? Uh, I think you'll learn a lot more by facing your problems. Oh, listen to you. That's what, that's what they'll have. They'll get the wrong shoot. So, give it up, <laughs> have you, you loser. What? I was, I was told this was really comforting. Oh, I'll show you comfort. Pass me my paddle. <laughs> this boat needs spanking. I bet you're a spanker, isn't you? I bet, you're a... <laughs> I bet you do. You? Where's that come from? Just I looked at your eyes then. I said spank. My dead eyes. Yeah, and they came alive for a second when I said spank. There they go again, look. Oh, creep. That's your fetish, isn't it? We didn't find out what it was a few weeks ago. Yes, it's spanking. And cheesecake. Spanking cheesecakes. Right, what what have you got? So I'll wrap a few things up. Someone uh, Someone's um, had a pop about all that Homer stuff's come back again. Says you can pronounce it how you like, but you can't. You pronounce it my way or you're wrong. Yep, dealt with. Uh, just to wrap that one up. Welcome to the shoot. <laughs> what happened? Oh, it's just a bit weird. I had a bit of an instant with Homer's. Get out! <laughs> it's Homer's. This is a nice email to do uh, towards the end. Spanking later. Uh, from Lucy, it says, Hi, People Russell. need to die. Whoa, John. <laughs> you, you, I interrupted myself then. Yeah. Uh, didn't really work, did it? All right. Hi, Russell and John. Hey, John, do you give any money to, money to comic relief? People need to die. Oh, John. <laughs> What's your game? Oh, dear. Are we doing this email? Should we just sit in <laughs> No, no, no I'm not going to do it. No, read the no, email. Don't no. get it like this. Someone just emailed in and says, Blah, blah, blah. What Russell. Does it say? No, no. Uh, it's, it's from Lucy. It says, uh, I was listening to you. Said, Don't you reach for those buttons. <laughs> if you press that again, we're going to have a big falling out and you'll be going to Australia quicker than you thought. Yeah, what are you going to send me to Australia? From, from my boot. I'll <laughs> kick you there, young man. Go on then. Oh, look at you with your greasy, muddy fingers all over the buttons. That's dinner. I feel sorry for the music week. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to your show on the Listen Again feature, which is a godsend since I'm usually doing my coursework in a mad rush when the show is actually Crunch. Uh, and I heard your comment about mums and how the nice ones should be government-issued. Yep. And totally agree with you. I reckon if everyone had an awesome mum, like mine or John's, then we'd all be well-adjusted. Hey, my mum's nice as well. Yeah, but... Yeah, she doesn't mention that. But she is, so, all right. Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. She said, anyway, I just thought I'd email since it's Mother's Day and it's a day devoted to how important mums are. Love the show, Lucy. Well, what a fantastic way of ending it. Yeah. Everyone, have a, have a wonderful Mother's Day. Have a fantastic day. Have a fat week. Have a fat week indeed. We're off to uh, John's dinner party. It should be fun. Yeah. And, uh, uh, John, is that, uh, is that poison you're putting in our stew? People need to die. It's a little bit unfair. Six music.